D. Benjamin. It's good to see you here, man. How you doing? I'm great as always. How about yourself? I, I'm doing well. This must mean this must mean we have a, a nice episode coming up having you on the scene. If we're going off of the previous track record, you'd be 100% correct. 100%. We're, we're one for one. I think it was uh, me, two for two. me and you on Kevin, and then we had you on another one? Yeah, Mo. Mo, Mo. Right, yeah, so Kevin and Mo, two for two. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, we're batting 100, batting 1,000, I should say. Jim, going to nod at me for the baseball terminology there. But we're back, folks. I got brand new. Wait, can we get some horns? Like, dun 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 we got to make another announcement ceo thank you congratulations i appreciate it man it's great it's great i think uh i think everyone in the office is pumped up about it obviously you're you're in here day in and day out um kind of keeping the morale up of the troops always coming in saying hi to everyone and it's good to good to have a face um in the building every day that we know is, you know, got got the backs of everyone. Absolutely. Ready to go to war. Absolutely. When we broke the news, we didn't get any booze. So, and we still got everybody here this in the guy. crowd. So, this guy. Did you uh, make that up on the spot? On the spot. That's good. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, no, I'm, I'm extremely excited. It's obviously an awesome opportunity. Um, we have a fantastic team here. So, I'm just, I'm ecstatic to see where we're going next with this no, thing. No, no booze on the news. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to forget that line. That was amazing. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so we're, we're here, obviously, delivering more. Got another beautiful podcast coming ahead. We got a little bit different one, another different uh, iteration of the podcast here. We're going to be testing out a little Q&A style mm-hmm. segment for the for the majority of the podcast here. Um, I know the drivers who are listening, you'll be familiar. Uh, about a week or so ago, we sent out a little text line asking you to submit us your questions uh, that you'd like addressed, uh, more specifically about the Deliver That platform probably, but also about the gig economy in general. So um, we got a a bevy of questions. I think we got, you know, easily over a hundred questions submitted from drivers all over the country. So we appreciate your guys' feedback and participation in this podcast and helping us uh, bring this to light and, and sharing some educational tips, I guess we could say. Yeah. Before we really dive in, I want to just kind of talk about the importance of what you and Tristan and, and the team are doing with this information, because if we, you guys always hear us talking about by drivers for drivers, right? And so this is just another way for us to to provide an outlet, a channel of communication, of um, to to let you guys know we we do hear your questions, um, and we want to get these addressed. We want to get you and provide you as much information as possible and the resources to um, have an exceptional experience on our platform. So I appreciate, and I'm sure you appreciate just as well how how much everybody uh, put into these questions and and the feedback that we for got sure. for these questions. So. Um, I'm excited to get some of these answers. Yeah, me me too. But before we uh, before we cut to the Q and A, Jim, let's let's throw the link up. So if you guys want to submit more questions, because I'm mm-hmm. sure this is not going to be the last time we're doing this sort of Q and A podcast. I deliver backslash podcast, folks. We say it every week, um, but we'll bring it to you again here. You can submit to be a driver on the platform. You can submit your questions for the podcast. You can submit to be a guest and come on as a featured driver. Obviously, you know. Every other episode we're airing is with the driver on the platform. And like D just said, you know, we're really trying to just um, be a mouthpiece for the delivery platform and the, and the gig industry as a whole and give uh, give actual real life interviews with people who are doing this day in and day out. You know, that's what we're here to do by drivers for drivers, by drivers for drivers, by drivers for drivers. Do you got anything to say or can we cut to the Q&A? No, let's get to it. That rhymed too. Did you catch that? I did a little bit. Let's, let's get to it, Jim. All right, folks. And now we got Jim 
in the booth with us. We got him on camera and on the mic. Mm -hmm. Jim, test that mic out. How you sound? Test. Terrible. <laughs> Clear, but terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. He sounds great. I know you'll hear him great. Got a fresh new haircut today, too. Looking great for the camera. Shout out to Fells. Shout out. We all participate. Mm -hmm. That's not great. We all, uh, what's a... Uh, we're all customers. We're patrons. Patrons. I was going to say patron. Gotcha. Yeah, we're all patrons of that business over there off Fulton. Great, great guys down there. But let's get into these questions, Jim. I think, Jim, we're going to have you uh, read them off. I'll be the little MC <clears throat> for you. Yeah. And, then, and then D and I will address them as needed. Yeah. So let's, uh, question one, give, Jim, give us, the, give us the driver who submitted it and then uh, the question. Yeah, this is from Lily O. And she wants to know how long has Deliver That been around? It's mm. a good, good place to start. Well, I think, Ben, you have to take this as an OU kind uh, of a, a student. Yeah, right? I, I can a lead Bobcat it off. Yeah, I, I'll start it off, and then I'll hand it over to you once we get back to Can. I guess. So yeah. yeah. So if we're uh, we'll venture back. Obviously, we can uh, reference to delivering more episode one. If you mm -hmm. want to get the full breakdown with Aaron and John, there you can check that episode out. That's really the first episode we did with the deliver that backstory. But in quick summary, uh, I believe it's 2013. Aaron and John are down at Ohio University, but um, we were all down there at the time, and I believe they had a uh, a class project, basically a, a business class that guided them into starting a business of their own. They came up with the delivery service idea, um, basically started a Twitter account. It was called Campus Delivery at the or no, it was called I my mistake. It was called OU Delivery at mm -hmm. the time, specifically Ohio University. They start the Twitter account overnight. It gets you know thirty five hundred followers. It was literally. Snap of a finger. Were you one of them? Uh, no, I've I've never participated in Twitter until very recently. You guys, there. you guys coaxed me into getting Twitter over the past couple of weeks, mm -hmm. so you guys could send me the messages and I could actually see them now. So that's very recent um, revelation. But at the time, so and this is more um, this is more along the lines of like Uber Eats and DoorDash before Uber Eats and DoorDash were a thing. So they're doing per meal delivery. They're picking up books and taking them to dorm rooms, picking up Chipotle, taking it to dorm rooms, picking up to Wendy's taking the dorms or on-campus housing, things of that nature. Um, and then it kind of just catalyst and it, it continued year over year until they graduated in 2016. Mm -hmm. By 2016, they were at that point, now it's campus delivery. Mm -hmm. and They're basically going to, you know, Kent State, Miami of Ohio. Um, I think they even took trips like down to Georgia at one point, I believe, mm -hmm. correct? Yep, they took a look there. So they're going all over the United States at this point, trying to sell this campus delivery on-demand delivery service model. Um, they graduate from OU, move back to Canton, and then they get a little catalyst for a for a pivot. Do you mm -hmm. want do you want to take it from there? Yeah, they uh, they were looking for for some restaurants and some businesses here. And uh, when I say they, it's uh, two co-founders, Aaron uh, Hoffman and John Zeno. They were they were looking for some businesses to take deliveries for. Um, they walked into a local restaurant here, and they they said they didn't have any volume for us uh, or for Aaron and John. Uh, for on-demand orders, but they were like, "Hey, if you can crack this code for these orders," and he looked over, and there's just a table of just right. Everybody knows that that watches this. You have the the tables laid out with a bunch of bags and a bunch of catering orders ready and prepped to go. So if you can solve a problem for this, then I can have some volume right. for you. Um, and since then, it's uh, they, they took this thing uh, by the by the horns and it ran with it, right? So it's gone from uh, OU delivery to campus delivery to now deliver that. Um, where we predominantly focus on pre-scheduled uh, large order fulfillment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now what? We're uh, almost next year will be a decade. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, geez. right? That's, that's actually wild to even say out loud. It's crazy. But, yeah. So, 
yeah so we're, we're getting on 10 years yeah we're coming up we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary when of we the say, fruition of the company when we say catering though catering because that's our bread and butter it's what we're known for that's why we're sitting here today oh yeah that was in 2016 correct so the company the infancy stage would say was started in 2013 found our hedgehog concept which is catering delivery pre-scheduled large order fulfillment in 2016 yes and became what all you guys know us as now uh deliver that but uh yeah so i mean i think that was probably a little bit longer of a summary than we anticipated to give but let's uh good first question though. yeah yeah it's yeah, great at least yeah that's great lily thank you for the question jim give us uh question number two all right moving right along to sumaya l she wants to know i believe this is a she i yeah sumaya l wants to know how can i change my delivery city so basically Ooh. meaning if they want to change locations right. how can they do that yeah that's actually i'll, I'll take this one d mm-hmm. i'm you know my, my dispatch uh, background will take it get it off your hands a little bit but this is actually very easy i i think we've touched on it in maybe uh, a few driver interviews i think but um maybe not as directly as most would like but it's very very simple on our end like you guys uh can see on our website uh when you apply or just be being a driver on the platform we're in what the over 40 states over we're in 145 metros right now. yeah 145 plus cities at this point in time yeah plus vancouver canada um and changing your city on our end is as simple as you saying or texting calling whatever you want to do call the hotline 315-630-3330 um to deliver that driver hotline you text it and call it just let us know say hey um, you know, I don't know, say you're an Atlanta, Georgia driver and you're going to Miami for the weekend because you got some family down there. Let us know. Hey, I'm going to Miami on Friday. Um, can you let can you change my city so I can get some deliveries down there, get some working while I'm down there? Mm-hmm. And it's literally, you know, three, four clicks of a button for us on our end. Bam, you're changed. You let us know when you go back to Atlanta. We change right back. If you're moving completely, um, we had a we've had drivers, I know one specifically, uh, shout out Matt Longini. I hope he doesn't mind the shout out, but he started with us in Pittsburgh, like right at the fruition of Pittsburgh in like 2017, probably. And he has since moved to Buffalo, New York, and has been operating there for the past two or three years. So we have drivers who have operated, you know, we have Dave and Tanya who are on the platform, Terry, Terry, who went from Phoenix to OKC. Dave and Tanya literally went from city to city, to city, to city. Um, across the entire United States. So yeah, very easy process on our end, but please just let, just let us know and, and we can make it happen. Cool. Beautiful. So now moving right along, Courtney D wants to know how many people in your company has, have started as a driver? Oh yeah. Courtney D. That's a great question. That is a great question. Um, and I think it feeds into five drivers, four drivers. Of course. Right? That's, that's the epitome of this, uh, this slogan and this, this brand. Um, but I'll say that started out as a legitimate driver's transitioned into um, full-time employee roles here. I'd say two-thirds of our company as of right now. Um, yeah, I mean, we could legitimately list them off. I mean, Aaron and John obviously yeah. started delivering themselves to begin the business. Yep. We can just do quick, quick napkin math, right? I can think of right now. So we'll say... Yeah, I'd say two thirds. Instead of going into a, a deep dive of it, I twenty think, out of thirty people. Yeah, I I'd would say, say that's pretty accurate. Started out as delivery, but the thing is, is two and this thirds, is where twenty out of thirty. That's quick math. And this is where we can uh, kind of bring it together: is that even if you didn't start as a delivery driver, every single employee here has right. taken a delivery, and it's not just a one and done kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple deliveries, right? I mean, 
I can't even tell you how many deliveries I've taken. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. I've <laughs> taken – I, I literally just to clear out space to record Jim and then our trip for Miami, I just cleared out all these pictures on my phone. And I had – I had yeah, I just deleted like over 100 setup photos. Yeah. I had pictures of the Bring app screenshotted, so I had delivery Throwback. details. Like, yeah, I had literally countless, 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 countless photos. Yeah. So many old Carolina Sterno setups in the summers out there. So, I mean – it's safe to say, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, two-thirds, yeah. Two-thirds of this 66%, team. I believe, um, is what that is. But the best part about it is we still take deliveries to this day. Always, and always. And that's never going to change. It's not going to be like, hey, you're now part of the company, take one delivery. No, we're going to continue to do this because delivery changes, and it right. evolves. Always, always got to understand what the people are going through, especially when we're using an application like ours that gets updated as much as it does. So mm -hmm. always got to know what's going on. All right. Next question is from Roshni H. Oh boy. Who was your favorite guest on the podcast so far? Poof. I don't know. Do you wanna you got a quick one you can give? I don't wanna I'm trying to set you up for a lob here. Well, it's kinda it's kinda tough because I I'm the host and I'm I'm the one reaching out to like get these guests on. So it's kinda I don't wanna like Fair. pencil anyone Just out. Just say here. me because that's what I was expecting. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, was <laughs> I was I didn't even that wasn't even consideration. I'm not gonna lie to you. But obviously I love having you as a co host. And had me on the meet the team segment. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I I'll answer from my perspective real quickly. Um, I love the fact that you're able to talk to high level individuals throughout the industry, restaurant uh, individuals, uh, whether it's you know operators, catering managers, um, innovative people within the in, within the space. Yeah. But honestly, my favorite thing is listening to drivers and giving drivers a platform because I know all these people and no discredit to them, but we. We're, we're kind of on the same page, right? We talk a lot. We're, we're in the loop a lot uh, with, the, with the industry professionals. Um, but I don't always get to hear the starting stories of, from drivers, their firsthand perspectives. Um, so to me, I think every single driver that we've had on is a unique starting point, a unique perspective, and a unique story. So I for love sure. the fact that you guys are providing a platform um, for these drivers and, and these independent contractors to tell that story. So that's my answer to this question. And he, uh, he didn't pick one. <laughs> That's what I got there. That's what I got from that answer. But I'll, uh, I think I said it in the interview actually at the end, so I'm not too afraid to say this. And it's a very specific reason, but I think the, the Megan and Penelope interview for me is the one that sticks out just because okay. that, was, that was our first in-office interview. I think I said it in the closing of that episode. It was the first time we had drivers in office for like a actual meetup. I think we had met Penny and Megan previously, but maybe not um, fully in person. But I think that one, just because you know me and T, are obviously had great rapport with them and being in the office makes a, a very big difference. So in short, I would say just because of the experience, Megan. All right. I'll give you an answer. I'll give you my one favorite. And this is somebody that the energy oh, brought me yeah. off we, this of, one just from the aired. background. I know what you're going to say this one just aired and I had to stand up and jump in front of the camera and meet her. Right. Because I mean, Mignon was a yeah, home run Mignon from Atlanta. That's, that's the type of energy that yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's I loved great. it. Loved it. So that's my favorite uh, guest that I've had so, so far. Because we're gonna have some more. Jim, you oh, got one. Ones. Jim, you got one. You got one. Yeah, I think my favorite guest would have been probably Megan and Penelope. Just being able to like you know right. really feel the room and feel the energy that they brought. Yeah. It was it made the the atmosphere that much better. Yeah, it's definitely so. definitely way better having an in person podcast. I think is always the goal to shoot for. If we can get someone in person, I would love to do definitely that. plug it. Anybody that's interested in coming to HQ and sitting down and being on the, the delivering more podcasts. Where do they where do they do that at? 
Uh, I mean, we got a few things. They can email me directly, ben.alkire at idelivertha.com, uh, marketing at idelivertha.com, or you can just go to the website, idelivertha.com backslash podcast and submit it right there. Boom. Jim? Cool. Hit that next one. Yeah, next one is going to be from Lily May B. And she wants to know, what makes Deliver That competitive against others in this industry? That would be, I'd say that's a good one for you to head up, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to sit here and try and sell Deliver That to anybody watcher, right? No need I, to. Just, I, I always like to take a neutral uh, stance and look at things objectively. But what I would say that, that the feedback that I receive um, and that we take a lot of pride in is um, the customer service aspect. Of course. Um, putting drivers first. Like I said, by drivers, for drivers, everybody in this office, everybody that you're speaking to on the phone has been in your shoes, has been lost in a hospital um, with no suite number, has been you know on a delivery with the wrong address. Um, so we're here to help you troubleshoot that. You're not going to get um, you know an automated tone. You're not going to speak to somebody that's uh, not located here in the United States. Our call center's here in Canton, Ohio, in our in our corporate office. Um, so I think that's the number one op- opportunity and uh, differentiating factor between us and, and other delivery providers, uh, DSPs in the space. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't have much to add on for that. I think I would say very similar things, especially from the driver perspective. I, I'd assume they meant from the driver perspective and not the restaurant partner perspective. Correct. So we'll keep it driver focused here. Um, but yeah, I would say the same thing. You know, just a- accessibility, I mm-hmm. think, would be like a, a way to shorten that up into like one word, you know, the driver hotline. On from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Text it, call it. We're here at the drop of a hat for you guys. We'll do anything and everything we can to help you guys out. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We can. I, I think another thing that makes deliver that competitive is the sheer compensation that you can make for one job, one delivery. You know, you're going to be making on average 25 to 30 dollars for one delivery on deliver that compared to some of these others where you're making, you know, maybe less than 10 dollars. With the way gas prices are now. Pick your options, you know? I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, also a very, very good point. Cool. Well, let's move right along to Mena G, and she wants to know how many people are in the office every day? Oh. Mena. Yeah, I'll we say, uh, kind of just answered it with how many drivers, the two-thirds. Yeah. So we have, and it fluctuates uh, every day of the week. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, that's we're, also We're growing true. very quickly. Um, so that number could change, probably will change by the time this airs. But right now, I'd say right around 30 people, uh, give or take, um, that will be in the office at one given time. Yeah. Um, again, the way that this business is growing, hopefully we can we can double that number and provide just even more support. For sure. Yeah, that's that's a short and sweet one. Yeah, I would say right right around 30 right now. Pretty, pretty easy guess. Perfect. And I think this next question here from Brianna is, is really another thing that, you know, maybe sets deliver that apart from the competition she wants to know does deliver that help with any refunds to the customer on orders that do not go as planned that is a very good question brianna yeah so great question brianna um when when we talk about refunds um i like to talk about it on a case-by-case basis right um we're, we're very big on transparency so if this is something that is our fault we will take complete accountability um the the conversation that we're having with the restaurant is typically uh, please let us know what you know um, course of action you're taking with the customer, For and sure. we're happy to work with you and make that right. And that changes every single time, and it's not a cookie cutter answer, and it's not you know uh, a matrix that says if you do this, this happens. No, that takes the the human touch out of everything. Of course, um, every situation, every refund's different. So that's the way we look at these. If it's our fault, we take accountability. 
So hopefully that answers your question. I, I definitely think that answers. Cool. So let's move right along to Nafisa C. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, but can you speak on the importance of taking time to set up the order for the customer and how can that positively impact their experience? Oof. That is, I mean, that's legitimately what Deliver That's here to do, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, before, Bread and butter. before COVID-19 and kind of the impact of that and being like way more of these drop and go deliveries, we were, you know, that's literally all we did was pick up these deliveries, set them up to the extent as much as physically possible. And then you kind of move on from there. And as we're kind of winding down the the COVID period, I'd say it's it's definitely getting a lot more closer to that expectation that we started with. A lot of these drivers are now doing the full setups, racks, sternos, getting way more comfortable <clears> with that. <throat> and that's always what our bar is set at, right? We want mm -hmm. to basically do, you know, go into the delivery assuming it's going to be a full setup mm -hmm. unless the customer mentions otherwise, right? Or if exactly. or if they come outside the hospital or come outside the doctor's office with a cart and they just accept the food from you there. Yeah, well then that's that's cool. We obviously no one's you know asking you to pester them and like you have to do this setup. That's not what the case is, but we would ask that that's kind of the mind frame you go into it with. And then to kind of address the back end of the question, the importance and how it impacts the the experience of the customer, we've had, I mean, obviously you can almost refer to our our uh, partner interviews for this, Honeygrow, uh, Takaya, Tim Weiss with Macaroni Grill. I mean, those guys are telling you right now, Tim specifically, he was getting year over year returning customers from two or three experiences with deliver that at the women's NCAA tournament in 2020. And he's getting return customers years and, you know, months, years later, mm -hmm. um, Jen and Megan from Takaya both mentioned, you know, you're going to events, not necessarily events, but offices where we're not dealing with, uh, customers like one at a time. It's, yeah. it's one customer who ordered it, but you're servicing 30, 40, 50 to hundred people at a time. So, the value of that experience almost becomes exponential. Like the curve is so much more drastic because the eyeballs on it, the word of mouth that can accentuate from one delivery because it, it's being fed to so many people and the experience. I mean, it's, I, th I think the setup can really, really impact someone for a much more positive light. And then I will catalyst also into that, not only for the customer experience, but for the driver experience. I was just about to say the same thing. Right. Yeah. If, if, if you take the time to, you know, call that customer beforehand, let them know you're about to arrive in five minutes, ask them beforehand, Hey, you know, what kind of setup are you expecting? Is this, what kind of event is this for? And they're asking for the full setup, you know, take the time, you know, I know Qdoba gives the little labels, you know, make sure you label everything correctly. Make sure you put it in an order that makes sense for like a, the buffet style you mm -hmm. know, we talked about on the setup photos and things like that. <clears throat> Now that's only going to increase, especially with these direct partner deliveries on our platform, you're, you're only trying to increase the value you're bring to, bringing to the customer. So then they can give that value right back to you in form of the payment of the delivery. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. And I think that the, one of the big things that I just want to, to piggyback off of here was we, we talked about the full setup, like the scope, right? It's um, the shaving, the sternos, like all of those things that go into a full setup. But um, I think what the biggest thing is to understand is you don't have to have all of those things or a large order of a $600 order or a thousand dollar order to execute a setup. For right? sure. It's, it's, it comes to, it's, it's that extra touch. It's that extra mile, um, that, that we go for is even if you have 20 box lunches, if it was your house that you were getting uh, 20 box lunches delivered to, wouldn't you want it to be aesthetically appealing? Right. Wouldn't you want it to look Lined nice? Up. Wouldn't you? Because 
if the driver doesn't do it, you know, you're going to yourself, right? So anything that the driver can do um, to, to ease the mind and, and ease the process for the customer, the better the overall experience is going to be. For sure. Um, and then that's, that, that right there just builds trust between whoever sent us the delivery um, and us, right? Because they're going to care a lot more about their own order um, and they're going to make sure that it looks good. They're going to go the extra mile. Right. So if we're doing that, then what's the difference? Um, and that's and just to continue the the train of thought here, it it like you said, if if you don't do it, the customer is going to do mm -hmm. it, and that just takes more time out of their day when they oh, probably a lot of the time don't even have the time. You know, a lot of these are for business meetings where they need the food there at this time. Their companions are going to come in; they're going to want to eat right away. So if they walk in the room and the food's still in the bags, the food isn't set up. And, you know, they got to organize everything. They got to put the tongs out. They got to mm -hmm. take the lids off. They got to do this. They got to do that. Well, that that meeting that was supposed to start at 1230, just now it's starting at 1245. Now that's now that sales rep, now that doctor, now that medical sales rep, they just lost 15 minutes of their meeting because they had to set up for you. So, yeah, not, not to say, you know, not to bash anything or talk on bad experiences. No, it's just it's just take some uh, take some pride in the in the yeah. work, right? Accountability. I uh, that's that's why I always I catch myself too when I'm doing deliveries. You know, you have to take a, a photograph of that setup. I step back to take a picture of that setup, and I see there's a spoon that's not angled in the same direction as all the others. I see that there's uh, you know there there might be the plates are in the wrong spot, right? So I take a photograph, I look at it, and like that doesn't that's not I couldn't right. post that on my Instagram. I couldn't put that on <laughs> on on the companies, right? So. Um, I go back and make sure it looks good. doesn't matter if it's sta uh, Sternos and Schaefer's and like uh, box lunches. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? So just take some pride. That's it. Sure. Cool. Moving right along. Georgia M wants to know how can I refer my friends? Oh, Georgia, that is an easy one. Hopefully Georgia's got a lot of friends. An easy one. I deliver that dot com backslash refer. R-E-F-E-R. I deliver that dot com backslash refer. Submit them over. Um, I believe there is a field where you put your name uh, or well, where the person you referred puts your name. So you then in turn get that refer referral bonus. Jim, you the referral bonus is now at this time. Do you know what that is at this time? The driver referral bonus. I think it's I think it's ten dollars once they're immediately onboarded. It's, and take one delivery. Yeah, they, they we have a, a whole refer referral program. Right, right, right. So, I forgot we're building that out. Yep. I forgot we're building that out. So the They'll be able to be contacted by one of the driver relations uh, team members, and they can walk you through it. But there is a, a referral program that we did put together to incentivize drivers to refer um, other people that they know to, to hop on the platform and take some deliveries. Cool. Yeah, easy enough. Thank you, Georgia. Cool. I think this will be another another softball for you, Ben. But Gideon wants to know, is it easier for oh, us, man. the driver, to call or text the hotline? Uh, Gideon, that, that's actually a, a pretty novel question because it, it kind of goes in waves, right? It, it depends on, there's a few factors. I would say one, it depends on the time you're trying to contact us. And two, it depends on what you're contacting us about. Um, fact, and also I'll just continue on that line. So if you're trying to get something done, like immediately or right away, I would say you text us because we have way more hands and way more eyes on text messages that are funneling through then we do have mouths that are taking phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, so even though our hold time isn't ridiculous, I think we're averaging like 30 seconds to one minute hold times. Vic just had that presentation um, a couple of weeks ago. So I think our hold times are like right at one minute. But if you text us, 
we have you know five six people who see that text and we get eyes on it almost 10 times faster than a call you're gonna have to wait on that hold line um but then that being said it, it depends what the issue is if if it's something you know a chaotic experience or you desperately need help getting the attention of someone or getting a hold of a customer and you need to explain the situation everything's much easier to hear someone out and explain over a phone call than mm -hmm. any text that's going to become convoluted over lines and lines and lines of going back and forth right so Absolutely. i would say in the deliver that realm of things if you need a customer phone number if you need a suite number if you need to update us about a wait time if you need to let us know a restaurant is delayed choose the text mm -hmm. it's a very simple hey thanks for reaching out we're gonna we're gonna ask easy cater we're gonna reach out to the partner for that information hey we'll let them know you're waiting text us back we'll add your wait time um if you have an issue where you have a double and you think you might have mixed the food up call us please do not send like a paragraph long text about how the second customer is upset because they got the wrong food because then we have to ask four more questions to figure out what happened and it's just much easier to handle those things over a call so i would say in brief summation if it's something easy to be done text it if you need a quick response text it if you need to have a conversation call that's what i would say Perfect. text text call cool all right moving right along dairy and i think this will be one that you'll be able to shed some light on but yep. amy m wants to know are there any trends in the industry that might suggest more oh, evening boy. catering orders so drivers can drive with deliver that all day yeah that's a great that's, question. that's the goal that is um yeah so to give you guys an uh so just brief brief synopsis of of what we see in, in industry trends is the first quarter uh, of the year so the first quarter that is january february and march is typically the slowest quarter of the year okay um it's for multiple reasons right you just had the, the holidays a month prior uh, you got a lot of New Year's resolutioners, right? So nobody wants to get that catering yeah, right. done for lunch. Um, your gyms are starting to dwindle down, um, things of that nature, right? So once you get into Q2 here, um, April, May, and June, that is, once you get into the summertime, you're going to start seeing things ramp back up, okay? You're going to start seeing the uh, office parties starting to ramp back up. You're starting to see people having uh, graduation parties, you know, uh, kids are graduating high school, right. so they're they're holding more events um, outside of that normal lunch catering slot. Then you get into Q3, um, you're going to have the middle of summer. Okay. You, you got more. And, and I think this one's going to be the one that really, um, applies to, to this question is, um, the more events that people are having outside of the, the typical office time frame, Right. So the, the, the holiday events that are outside, right. Um, things of that nature, that's where you're going to see more deliveries come in through the evening. Okay. Sure. Um, I don't need to, to dive into really Q4 just because everybody here knows yes. that that's been on our platform before. That's Teesh. when it's crazy. You're doing, you're doing deliveries all day, all night, um, in the morning, you know, throughout after midnight, you're doing, uh, you know, different shift changes are still getting the, the right. holiday. Yeah. There's uh, Amazon spread. deliveries. Yeah. yeah. It's so it really just depends on, um, the, uh, the, the time of the year is what I would say. For sure. What about um, this? I don't want to branch off too much here, but what about um, is there anything that can be done about finding partners who focus more on breakfast or evening deliveries or anything like that? Absolutely. Yeah, there, there are. But it, it really just comes down to the need of that partner. Of course. Um, a lot and of a brands, customer, their customer. Yeah. A lot a lot of brands uh, that specialize in their niche is breakfast. They have the right. infrastructure built for breakfast deliveries, maybe whether they you know have their own in-house staff and then um that they execute on their own whatever that looks like 
Um, but just like every other partner, it depends on the needs of the brand. If they do need to outsource that delivery and they need the, you know, the professional touch to it and they have these larger orders, absolutely, it'd be a fantastic fit. But Good. not every shoe fits, right? Of course. All right, next one comes from Randy H. Randy. He wants to know how orders are put into the system, um, whether that be uh, direct restaurant partners or East Cater deliveries. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm question. assuming right here, hold on a second, Jim. He's, he's asking if they uh, they leave out important details like contact name, suite number, phone number of the customer. Got it. Okay, so I, I think where he's coming from is – do we capture this data from the customer? Right. How, how does it how does it go from the partner to us to the drink? Yep. So what happens is is we do not control the 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 placing of the order. Okay. When I say placing of the order, that is a customer signing on, um, submitting a delivery request or an order request to a restaurant or a marketplace. Okay. Correct. We do not control that. We do not have that that interaction with the customer, so we cannot require them to and double check if they they sent us that you know sweet number right if they sent us the special delivery instructions we do have clear standards that we work with our partners on um and our partners are the same way they don't want to go on a 600 dollars delivery and then realize when they got there that they don't have a sweet yeah. number right right um so right now the the restaurant uh receives that information and then they send that information to deliver that so they pass along what information they have they send it to deliver that we then have that in our system to then provide to you. That's why when a driver reaches out and they say, hey, can I get a customer phone number? Can I get a suite number? We don't have that on hand. We have to say, hold on one second. Let's 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 check for you. Right. And then we reach out to whoever the submitter was to that order. Correct. And at times, they don't even have that information because they pass us the information that they receive initially. Yeah, you would hope so at least. Yeah. So hopefully that answers your question. We do not have the access to the customer to then obtain and capture that information on the spot of the transaction. Yeah, and the only thing I'll, I'll add on there just to close out for Randy there is, um, obviously, and he said, I hate being late. No one likes to be late. Every, no one wants to get flustered and mm -hmm. frustrated because you're late to your next pickup because of a late delivery because you didn't have a suite number, you don't know what building to go to, you don't yeah. have a phone number. So the only thing I would be able to suggest here, Randy, is do a little bit, not, not a whole lot, but do a little bit of due diligence before your day starts, right? So if you have your easy cater order, you have your direct partner delivery, and you see that a customer phone number isn't listed, reach out to us before your day starts, mm -hmm. right? If you see you need us, if you see this delivery is going to a hospital, but the special delivery instructions doesn't say a thing about where to take it, mm -hmm. reach out to us beforehand. We can reach out to easy cater, reach out to the partner. Hey, this guy's, you know, got a delivery for you. He needs a little bit more information. We just want to make this as seamless as possible, get it from A to B as quickly as we can and go about our business. So that's the only thing I would say is don't put yourself in a position where you're now being reactive because you're in a spot where you need the information. Always try to be proactive and get the information as much as you can before. Yeah, great, great answers there. All right, this next uh, question here comes from Linda B. Mm -hmm. And she wants to know, is there a card that is used to pay for the food that you're <laughs> picking up to then be delivered to the customer? Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, the card, hopefully, of the person ordering the food. Right? Yeah, yeah, so you would hope so. We do, not have, so. Uh, we do not handle the transaction of that order at all. Uh, everything that uh, we deliver is already prepaid, um, and that is between the submitter, so the restaurant, right. and the customer who we will be delivering to. We, are, we, we don't facilitate or handle those transactions. Right, and th that being said, so basically what he's saying is there's, there should be no payment happening between you guys and the restaurant. 
So if, if it, we've had drivers in the past, they show up to a store, and the store says, hey, this food hasn't been paid for. Well, either they're just not understanding the process or it sincerely hasn't been paid for and they need to reach out that, to that customer to acquire the payment because mm -hmm. at no point in time should there be any sort of transaction between our driver and our restaurant partners. Yeah, spot on. Beautiful. Cool. I think this next one, this kind of relates to the exact time that we're in right now with, with tax season, but Jamin W. wants to know what items are tax deductible when working gigs oh, slash boy. I deliver that? Mm. Jamin, Jamon, Jamon, Jamin. Let's just say it like this. First of all, we are not tax professionals. <laughs> Simple we, enough. We can't give you that tax advice. All that I can say is to consult with a tax professional. Each ind individual's uh, situation is different. Uh, so we can't provide you that information. But what you can do is you can tune into your episode. Paul. With Paul. Paul the CPA. The CPA, CPA. baby. Um, and Paul goes over some, some, some general uh, things, and, and it'll help you have that conversation with uh, the tax professional when you do have it, but for sure, that's all the advice that that we can give you. Um, yeah, we're not out here collecting fines, that's for sure. We're just not tax professionals. Yeah, no, that's a great question though, especially if you're serious about gig work and you're in the gig industry. I would certainly, certainly check out that interview we had with Paul. Um, I think it's only 30, 40 minutes. You could probably, mm -hmm. and I think his aspect of that interview is only twenty minutes in itself, maybe. So you could breeze through it in a drive back from work or during a delivery, and yeah hear everything you need to know so if you want check out that if not if you don't have the time you know call up a cpa google your nearest cpa reach out to them let you let them know you need to set up an appointment and i'm sure they'll be more than happy to help you out yep one, one thing i will say though is uh knowledge is power especially here with uh, within the gig economy you are running your own business so um there are a lot of things out there that are um geared towards business owners right so it's just takes it's on you to obtain that knowledge and then uh, reach out to the appropriate individuals that can assist you with it. Easy enough. Awesome. So this last question, I think this will be a good one to end on here is from Nyan H. Darren, we had the pleasure of meeting Nyan when we were out in Las Vegas this past year. Oh, so, so awesome. you can put a, a awesome. face to the name. Yeah, thank you. But Nyan wants to know, since gas is so astronomically expensive, will we be getting a higher pay since it's costing us more to drive? Great question. Great question. And Ben, if you don't mind, I'll take this one. Yeah, no, I know it's on the forefront of everyone's minds as of late. So go yeah, right ahead. and um, I know that there's been a lot of uh, a lot of statements being made. There's been a lot of initiatives being rolled out uh, from from across the industry and across the country for Certainly. different different professions. Um, I don't want it, our silence on the matter uh, externally. Um, so no big press releases, no big rollouts, no big campaigns to be mistaken for negligence. Of course. Um, just because we're not speaking about it and doing all these things to the forefront, we're not we're not monitoring it uh, daily, right? Um, to give you an idea, uh, we, what we've done is we've taken a look at the the past six months. Okay, we looked at our top five metros and cities across the U.S. Um, and looked at the the three big variables that go into our deliveries. Okay, um, that's gratuity, that is uh, distance, and that is gas prices. Okay. That's gas prices from anywhere from Los Angeles to Northeast Ohio here in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, to Miami, to Dallas, to Phoenix. Uh, we looked at all of these gas prices, okay? And we've tracked that over the last six months. We've tracked the average distance of our deliveries, and we've also tracked the gratuities, the average gratuities per metro uh, per month on these deliveries, okay? And after Makes doing sense. that research, we were able to identify that 
the 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 average due to the average distance being about six miles, the increase from March to back in October of 2021 to take a delivery on our platform across the country due to mileage was 33 cents. Okay, the overall pay that drivers are receiving from October 21 to March of 22 has increased one dollar and 26 cents. Okay, that is an average of the metros across the country. Each metro is different, but based off of this average, the drivers are now making more money than they were when gas prices were lower, compensating for that change. And the change in gas prices to take a delivery on average again, the average distance is six miles and some change on our, on our platform, right. but it's costing an extra 33 cents. Right. So that being said, I do, we do, all of us here understand that gas prices are high. We do understand that not every delivery on this platform is under 10 miles. We do understand that, that each situation is different, right? Um, so that's why we, we've always done is if you call and reach out to our support staff and you let them know, hey, this delivery is going extra for or a little bit further. Right. Hey, I need a little bit uh, extra to, to fulfill this delivery. We will accommodate. We will work with you within reason. Just know that you can't say, hey, I need 45 extra dollars to take this delivery that's going five miles because gas is so high. I understand gas is high and I'm, right. I'm with you and I feel for you because um, we, we're all going through the same thing. But we're not, neg we're not neglecting the fact that, hey, you're just on our platform and we're not going to compensate you for it. We're monitoring this. Um, we're giving incentives. We're, we're offering, you know, um, special different case scenarios to add money to a delivery. Always. Um, so I just want to make sure that that was clear. And if there's nothing, if there's something I wasn't clear on, please tell me. But this is something that we are very, very heavily monitoring and that we are very in touch with. For sure. Yeah, I think I think that speaks for itself. And yeah, to, uh, to quickly catalyst off of that, I know recently over the past couple of weeks, we actually rolled out a new feature, which mm -hmm. I know a lot of these drivers have had the chance to see at this point in time. But that is any delivery in the platform that is over 10 miles, I believe, is the uh, beginning standpoint of this. Like you said, mm -hmm. you know, the average delivery is six miles and some change. It, most of these deliveries now that are over 10 miles or so, you'll see the attribute in the order name. It mm -hmm. will say surge added after and also the dollar amount of the surge that was added. So that can be anywhere, you know, from five, six, seven. I've seen surges upwards of like 12, 13, 14, 15 as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, easily boosting that pay from 25 to 30 to 35 40 $45 at times. So that that is one thing we've also done. And I know, D, like you said, we're, we're incentivizing you know all the time on our end. And like you said, if, if they need to reach out to us by text, phone call, get an incentive for delivery, we're more than happy to add it, especially sure. in times like these where we're a lot more accommodating than we have been in the past probably. But we have a dispatch meeting, you know, uh, I'd probably say once a week where we go over the data of mm -hmm. deliveries and we're averaging almost five to $8 per delivery, I think, over, over the course of fan these deliveries. So we're we're doling out the cash any way we can to help these drivers out. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just not us, you know, advertising, hey, here's what we're doing for you. Right. Um, so if you have questions, um, what that process would look like is uh, the, the last thing we want to do is create a an environment where, you know, it's bartering for deliveries or an extra right. incentive, things of that nature. We're doing this because we understand um, where you guys are coming from as drivers. Um, we know what's going on with the industry. We know what's happening with gas prices, and it doesn't mean that anybody should suffer from it. Um, but we are here to to assist and, and one fulfill the, um, the I don't want to say the, the obligation to our partners, but the um, we're, we're here to fulfill on the the promise 
uh, of executing that delivery. And if that means it's a little bit more, we're here to, to, to offer that to our drivers. Yeah, of course. I think, yeah, I think enough said there. Cool. Well, that was, uh, that that was, was it. it for us. Wow. That was it. How many did we get through, Jim? Man, mm-hmm. we we breezed through those. Yeah, it was that was fantastic. I I really enjoyed that. It was great. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, nice to see the involvement of all these drivers. I know. Uh, obviously, you know, during the day, a lot of times, you know, we're getting all kinds of calls, all kinds of texts. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's good to see the questions that kind of like linger on the minds of the drivers and yeah. like actually get to address those. Because obviously, you know, you're not gonna take the time to submit a question that you just kind of like willy nilly like and throw out there. Yeah. You, you're gonna ask something that you want to be addressed. So mm-hmm. I think hopefully we did our, our job there and gave the people what they wanted to hear. And I'm sure we'll be doing this again, uh, probably maybe month over month or a couple, yeah. you know, maybe quarterly, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, and it really, I'd say from my perspective, I'd be happy to do this whatever frequency you'd like me to, but it really just depends on the involvement and engagement from drivers. Yeah. So let's, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a do one better here, folks. Let's, let's get some engagement. Let's get some comments on the YouTube page. Mm. If you want to see Darian Terrell, new CEO on these episodes, instead of Tristan Pellegrin, let us know. Just tell me. We want to know. I'll stop. If you right don't in. like Tristan, tell us if, if that's why you're not watching, tell us his sense of humor can be a bit dry at times it's 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 tough it's It's tough spade a spade here it can you know the the energy he brings it where it's not matching sometimes you know what he's he's not here so we can't bash him too much man but if the drivers and the viewers they want me just tell me yeah that's all that's all we're looking for folks. just help us help us sway it in the right direction you know Mm -hmm. just help us help us help you help us help you make this more viewable, more entertaining. We only want to bring you the best product. If you don't like Tristan, you're gone. You know, yeah, he's yeah. out of here. Because it couldn't be you. It's no, 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 no way. Couldn't I'm, uh, I will not take any accountability on that factor. <laughs> if it is me, folks, don't tell us. Yeah, we're Keep gonna suffer through it. We're gonna suffer through it with me. But realistically, yeah, if there's if 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 we get some more engagement, we get some more of these questions um, because these were really well uh, thought out questions. For sure. If we continue to receive these, I'm happy to hop on here and we can uh, we can flush these questions out and hopefully provide them um, an outlet and a resource. For sure, for sure, yeah. And folks, and folks, please, you know, next time a lot of these questions were brought on because we sent that text out, kind of uh, asking you to submit the questions. That link is live at all times, and, and we'll bring it up again. I deliver that dot com backslash podcast. Submit your questions there literally any single day of the week. If you get done on a delivery that had you pissed off, that had you frustrated, that had you confused about why we're doing the things we're doing, send us over the question. I Mm -hmm. don't care if it's a paragraph long and you need to air out your dirty laundry about the delivery. It's going to my email. It's only going to be me that sees the question. You know, it is what it is, right? If you need to say some bad things about the experience, let it out and and we'll address it maybe in in a month or so and, and we'll really help you understand the process as a whole and kind of, you know, try to alleviate some issues. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, we already plugged the, plugged the link. I deliver that com backslash podcast. I don't know. Uh, Jim, you want to hop on the mic there? You want to say bye to the people? Are you still rolling over there? What are you doing? No, he's not rolling. All right, folks. Okay. Jim's out of here. D needs to get out of here. We got some meetings to take care of, but it was another beautiful Friday afternoon. Thank you, folks, for joining us again, listening, watching us. Please comment, like, share, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Comment, like, share, subscribe. One more. Comment, like, share, and subscribe. 
and we'll be back next Friday.